I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Curzon Podcast with me, Hannah Seymour, and today I'm with... Me, Jenna Hobbs. Hello, Jenna. Hello. How nice are to... you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are We've you? We've just had a chat before. Oh, I know mm-hmm. how you are. You're fine. <laughs> You're completely Pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Going away tomorrow. I am, yeah. Managed to sneak in a little film watching before I'm off, which is exactly. nice. Uh, so we've just watched Midnight Special at the Curzon Canterbury. Um, we are here with tea and biscuits and we are ready to review it. Are you ready, Jenna? I am so ready. Okay. Yeah. What did you think? I enjoyed the film quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a not... In my usual genre, I don't usually go for a sci-fi unless it's one of the like big blockbusters, like I watch Star Wars and stuff. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was some really good acting in it throughout, uh, and really kept you hooked. It's a real mystery, this film, isn't it? It is. It kind of missed a beat for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we both maybe were a bit like, yeah, this is maybe not what I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say it was a bad film, and this is. This is a film that has got four and five star reviews. Yeah, people um, seem to love 86% it. 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. So very much, very much popular film, but maybe it just slightly didn't do it for me. But we will talk about why. Yeah. And there's lots to like about it. In particular, Adam Driver was the standout actor for yeah, me. Yeah, he, I think... There's only a few characters that are in it really the whole way through. He dips in and out, doesn't yeah. he, quite a lot. But he's great in this film. He's great in most things he does, I think. He's also, this is a very different role for him. For it's Adam so different. Yeah, because I'm sure most people know, know him. him. from Girls. Yeah, and then the rest of the people will know him from Star Wars. So it's quite... Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I always go for Girls, don't worry. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in Girls he plays this wacky, off-the-wall kind of guy... And in Star Wars, obviously, he's playing Kylo Ren. And then in this film, he's kind of a bit of a nerd, isn't he? He's a nerd. He's got a heart. Mm-hmm. He was, for me, the one that had the most heart mm-hmm. in the film. But I think that's actually unfair. I think they just showed heart in not the conventional way because they didn't want to be cliche. Mm-hmm. This film does have a lot of heart and maybe I just didn't quite didn't get catch it, on with it at first because I was looking for the more obvious ways to show that and this film isn't obvious. No, it's not. And I think 
in that respect, we can't give you too much away of the plot because I think it becomes spoilery very quickly. I agree. But it's probably good to just sort of set up that it opens up and it is a real mystery. You don't know what's going on at all. You're introduced to the three main characters in the film Mm -hmm. straight away, um, who are Roy, Lucas and Alton. Um, Yeah, and they are clearly on the run from something. Yeah, and that's pretty much all we're going to tell you Yeah. Um, until we get into spoiler territory because you are in the dark for quite a lot of this film. Yeah, you are. And we don't want to ruin it for you. And that's a great thing sometimes in films, we're trying to work out the mystery and being like a, de- a detective in your seat, so we don't want to spoil that for you. Yeah, and also the trailer, I feel, doesn't give too much away. No, it doesn't. No, not at all. It maybe tells slightly a different story mm-hmm. to the one that unravels which yeah. is always nice mm-hmm. um Anna Melissa did a similar thing yes, yes it did uh which is good I like it when films do that so should we just talk about the opening mm-hmm. um pre the title coming up yes because for me when the title came up there's about four or five minutes that I thought were great so such a good opener yeah and then the title comes up and there's this great music and I was like I'm ready yeah the un- the music and the underscore to the whole thing is so atmospheric it's so real and there were so many times actually that I could feel the bass like shaking me in my seat yeah <laughs> it was great it was very, very immersive mm. and sort of a piano score through lots of it that was quite like spotlight yeah um and I loved the uh score on spotlight mm. Uh, it really blew me away. Um, and I really liked it in this as well. Yeah, I thought it was definitely a really strong point of the film. Um, the opening in the car, though, I just think is so good. Um, <laughs> you're looking at me like they're just in a car. <laughs> <laughs> Please come down, they're just in a car. <laughs> but, um, so they kind of get out into a car early on. Yes. Um, and then there's a bit of them driving mm-hmm. at night, and then they switch their headlights off. Oh, yeah. And then he puts some night vision goggles on. Yeah. And then, boom, the title comes up, Midnight Special. And I was just I was just in. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready for this film. It was really tense all the way up until then as yeah. well. It gets you hooked in straight away with that. But they're driving around in the darkness, and you just think something bad's happening. <laughs> and, um... You've got the news report early uh-huh. on that kind of explains a little bit about what's happening yeah. and that the boy's been abducted. And he's missing. He's yeah. missing, yeah. And I think another great thing about this film is you don't know who to trust because mm. you're with the boy to start with who is missing, but it doesn't seem like he's with bad people. And then it cuts to another scene where you meet some people who are looking for him and they don't really seem like people you trust that much. Yeah, it kind of plays around with who's good and who's yeah, bad, which does. is nice. Yeah, Let's talk about this as a sci-fi film, mm-hmm. because in the trailer you can see that there's some sort of uh, sci-fi element to Supernatural. it. Supernatural. Supernatural mm-hmm. element. There's some kind of things going on with light, and like the boy mm-hmm. is um, kind of an anomaly. Yeah. How are you on sci-fi? What's your feeling in general? Do you like it? Is it not really for you? I, I don't have a strong opinion on sci-fi. I think it's not the thing that I seek out first Mm -hmm. I really love films that are about people and the relationships between people and I think probably I unfairly think that sci-fi doesn't give me that but I would say this film really does give you that yeah um it's it's a real human film definitely in all of relationships how about you Helen how do you feel about sci-fi I well I used to really like Doctor Who Mm -hmm. um but I don't really go any further than that in terms of like I'm not really a Trekkie Star Wars person um, and I always like the Doctor Who episodes that are more to do with, like, humans, like, Blink. Yes. 
any any fans out there will know know what I'm talking about when I say uh, blink. Very good episode. Um, kind of the more human story and less of the kind of monsters mm-hmm. um, coming out, which is exactly what this film is. It yeah. is a human story. Yeah, it is. Um, so don't be put off if you've seen the trailer and you think mm, sci-fi. Yeah, I definitely don't be put off if, if I mean, if sci-fi's your thing, I think you're still going to love it. Oh, it's in there, it's <laughs> in there, but it's not nerdy sci-fi. No, it's not, it's not alienating sci-fi. Oh, oh, did you see what I did there? <laughs> but yeah, no, it is about humans, it's about uh, struggles that we all go through in relationships and and how much you need to trust other people or let people forge their own path even if you might not want them to absolutely uh what did you think of the little boy whose name is obscured by your mug of tea <laughs> jo- uh his name is Jaden Lieberher I think that's how you pronounce that I what do you he- think yeah I thought he was pretty good mm. he doesn't get to do a lot at no? the beginning of the film um his sort of moment comes quite a lot later mm-hmm. as the adults around him although it's it's his film it's his journey it's the adults around him that I think you have more of an insight into. Um, he has a very calm, like, in-control presence. Yeah. Even though he's a bit out of control in in some respects, his actual personality. He's got an uncanny sort of mm. um, knowledge of what's going on and a kind of... He's so tiny. Yes. But he's so, like, just calm and he knows. Mm-hmm. And he, he doesn't have that many lines, but he his lines are probably the most important in terms of story. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't speak voice. often, but when he does, it's for a purpose. Uh, what do you think of the goggles? He wears goggles. <laughs> yeah. I spent a while working out why he wears goggles. Um, I mean, I can kind of see why, but also... Not 100%. Because there's a moment where it seems like they're not doing much good. Yeah. 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 I mean, he looks incredibly cute in those goggles. <laughs> he looks brilliant. I would have liked to see him go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Put them uh, to some real use. Yeah. I think they're great. I think we should all wear goggles. All the time. More often. Yeah. And you also get to spend quite a lot of film in his pyjamas, which... He's got lovely ones. Yeah, he has. So he's, and he's not, uh, because he's kind of introduced to us as an abducted child, mm-hmm. he needs to be that calm yeah, for us he, to be like, oh, okay. Yeah, he is never scared of the people he's with. So that kind of immediately lets you kind of trust the situation. Yeah. So the movie kind of is a bit of a road trip. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, it goes through lots of the southern states, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, with the main mystery element being like, what's the kid's deal? Yeah. And you why are they running? And why Where are, are they, they going? Running? Yeah. We're not going to spoil it. No. But in terms of the development of that story, mm-hmm. what did you think in terms of narrative structure and how it was revealed? Yeah. So I loved the mystery of it at the beginning. Yeah. I was really, really hooked in and I was waiting for the big reveal. And the yeah. first time you see a few little glimpses, mm-hmm. it was really exciting. But actually I found when, and I think this is a problem that people set up when they have a big mystery. Yeah. I found the payoff slightly underwhelming. And I wonder if it, I maybe set that up too much in my own head, but I found the discovery a little underwhelming. Now, I can understand why you say that. Yeah. However, I believe that throughout the film, what I liked about it is that it starts off with a mystery, mm-hmm. 
um, of, a, of a question. Like we were saying, who is this? Who yeah. Did, blah, blah, blah. And then by the end, the answer to that question becomes less important yeah. because you kind of get the real point of the film through the supporting characters mm. of the um, people who've uh, who've got him, who've taken who've him, who've yeah. taken him, and and Adam Driver's character as well is quite yes. key to that uh, story unfolding. So I think it could be argued that the answer to the question of who the boy is isn't actually as important. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think actually it, the answer isn't that important. It's much more... What's much more important is the journey that they've gone on yeah. and the discovery that they've made within themselves and how they've grown as humans within yeah. their piece. Um, and I think it, it's not too much of a spoiler sort of to say that uh, this was written by uh, Jeff Nichols who also directed it mm-hmm. um, as a sort of reflection on becoming a father yes uh, which is sort of the real heart of the film mm-hmm. in terms of being a parent and what that means so if you wanna if you've seen the trailer for this and maybe thought ooh like creepy aliens yeah. or something this isn't the film you think it's gonna be no but it's very good in what it becomes. Yes, yeah, 100% agree with you there. Mm. Yeah. So, um, we should just, you know, point that out. Yeah. That it's a bit of a cracker in terms of emotion. Yeah. And heart. Yeah, and actually I think uh, it's the two guys, uh, Ray played by Michael Shannon and Lucas played by Joel Egerton, that you see going, they've got the real emotional heart of the piece, I think, especially... Roy, sorry, I said Ray, didn't I? Roy, I mean. <laughs> but, yes, Roy, played by Michael Shannon, who's got the real kind of emotional heart and journey throughout the piece, I think. Yeah. He um, drives it. Certainly does. And he does drive it. I keep making all these puns today. You are on fire. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we can go into some uh, spoiler time. It's time to do the spoilers. Spoiler time now. Should we just do a sum up? I think I've sort of just summed it up. Like, go and see this. Um, at your local Curzon. Yeah. Um, this is not, this is for the, I think it's a 12A, so oh, is it? you can bring kind of the family. Yeah, I don't um, think there's anything in it that's too scary for the no. 12-year-olds. Um, slightly younger. And it's one that you kind of mull on and it, it it's not like a fast film. No. That you're going to get a quick kind of like release from mm-hmm. and then it will kind of fade and it will kind of go into that was an alright movie. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to stay with you for a lot longer. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Um, okay, so, spoiler time. Uh, what did you think of the reveal that it's his parents? This is parents that have taken him yeah. away. Yeah. Well, I was questioning that for a while. The boys seemed so calm around Roy mm-hmm. that it, it felt like there had to be some kind of familial bond there of some kind and you could really tell that Roy loved him so much but yes I wasn't sure why he'd taken him who he'd really taken him from there's some stuff with a church of some kind you weren't really sure that actually I would find it was dropped very quickly yes the church and what was going on there which I thought was quite interesting and maybe we could have seen some more of in the film what about you I agree the church there's a kind of weird cult thing going on in the church Mm. um and they believe the boy can kind of the boy goes into fits 
and sort of spouts out this knowledge yeah. um, that, that, and numbers. Yeah, and there's a very funny bit where he kind of, kind of show you how he does that in yeah. the car. When he turns to the side and he all of a sudden starts sort of like speaking in Spanish. Yeah. And uh, Roy goes to Lucas, oh, he does that. He just tune, tune the radio, go through the radio, and it, it matches up and he's just like tuning in to exactly. a channel. So it's just kind of the radio coming up. But the cult believe that he is... Uh, yeah, speaking in tongue, and that that is a kind of spiritual experience. Yes, and that he is sort of, and he's also giving away state secrets, isn't he? When he's doing yes. this kind of, he's tuning into satellites and yeah. saying things that the government are picking up on from these sermons and are being like, "How do you know this?" <laughs> and then that's how they get involved. So it's kind of like the church want him, the FBI want mm-hmm. him, and his parents want him. Yeah, and his parents want him. And throughout the film, they then change from wanting him just to wanting what's best for him. him. Yeah. Whereas I think the FBI and the church just want him, don't they? Well, I think, yeah, I think you've nailed it. I mm. think that's what it's... It's about what's doing what's best for your... Mm. Um, doing what's best for your child and how you would do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that it... Um, examines the way that we exploit, we can exploit children. Mm. Um, so if there's something that's different about a child or not even different, but if they've just got kind of like a talent or mm. um, they can be exploited and that us as grown-ups can kind of use them for our own gain. Yeah. So like the church has has got him, but he never wants to be that. He, and he never thinks that he is speaking the word of the Lord. No, he says that later in the film. Yeah. Like. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He doesn't speak the word of God. He, they, you know, it's not they've beneficial to them. Wrong. They've got it wrong. Yeah. Um, and they kind of built this cult around him, which is worrying. It's, it's slightly bizarre. Like, they're all, all the ladies are dressed very similarly in kind of smocky attire of different yeah. colours. It's quite conservative. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of hysteria around them as well. Yeah. And they think that Alton has predicted the day of reckoning. The, the day that they will be judged. The day that they'll be judged, yeah. And they need him to be there for their judgment. But that, I think, do like going back to that, I do think that was dropped really quickly. And I think that was quite interesting. Yeah, I could have seen it for longer. Mm. It could have, in a way, just been about the church. Yeah. And then his parents. However, then it would have been more of a critique, maybe, maybe. on yeah. religion. So to have 
have the kind of government police involvement. As well. Yeah. And also, I suppose, having the government and that kind of involvement raises the stakes when you've got the army and the military involved, you know. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're way up rather than just people like you and I fighting yes. over someone. Exactly. And you're going to have some nice kind of chases going yes. on. Yes. Which uh, this film has. Oh, yeah. It's got some good chase scenes, doesn't it? And you can really feel the tension in those chase scenes. It's like, you've got to mm. keep that boy safe. You've got to, <laughs> you've got to make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, kind of what... Because we said at the beginning... Um, it's hard to know who to trust. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're talking about this now and kind of the more spoiler bit because it, there is a lot to spoil. Um, when you kind of realise that, like, at what moment were you, like, keep them safe mm-hmm. and you were just holding on to it? What, which moment did I find yeah, that most? Yeah, because I got it quite late. Oh, did you? Mm. I think I had that quite early on, right, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Probably the point where they are in the house with the guy that they've gone to stay with who they trust. Um, do you remember that bit? Where yeah, So they've yeah. gone to stay with that guy who they trust and he's ex-church yeah. or something like that. And they go in the night and then the man is kind of exploiting the child by feeding off of his like light energy or something like that. And you see Roy running in and protecting him and the boy's crying and shaking. And that all of a sudden made me realise, oh you know, the people out there are going to use what he's got badly. And he's clearly in pain from it and not doing well. And I think from then on, I was like, you've got to keep that boy safe. Yeah, I, that's a really key scene. Mm -hmm. Um, And I did kind of think that maybe that was kind of going along, um, kind of like, not, not specifically, but kind of child abuse Mm. stuff, because like this man is in his bedroom and, and it looked really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. like, because he's kind of just uh, standing over the bed, Mm. and I kind of just felt it was a lot about a child, and how you have to keep them safe, Mm -hmm. and how there's a lot of people in the world that don't have the child's best interests at heart, at the very least, and at the very worst, like, Mm -hmm. want to hurt the child for their own gain. And also I think it's important that that's the first time you really see him use his powers properly, isn't it? And so... The only time you've seen him use his powers properly, it's, you know, has very negative connotations and it was very exploitative. So you then almost don't want him to use his powers mm. anymore. And so you then you're kind of on the parent's side of it, of, on Roy's side, of like, he mustn't use his powers, he mustn't use them. And then later in the film, when he kind of says he wants to go out in daylight and embrace it, you're with Roy like, is this a good idea? Don't do yeah. it, don't do it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the, the power is this light kind of comes out of his eyes, but it's never really clear what he does. No. It's just something other to this world. Yes, and it's clearly a good experience for the people he does it for. Yeah. But then when he, it happens. Yeah, when yeah. it happens. And then he also has these powers where he can control things. Yeah, so he can kind of control, he controls some kind of satellite yeah, explosion. Yeah, satellite down. Yeah. Which scared me. I was like, can that happen? <laughs> it really made me jump. Yeah, yeah. You tapped me to that point. Like, <laughs> but yeah, and then it was quite cool to see how... So he brings the satellite down because he says they're spying on him. Yeah. Or something like that. And there's really cool visual effects at that point. When yeah. they're kind of raining down from the sky, these big, like, blasts coming for you. And you're just like, get out of the way! <laughs> um, yeah, so that bit... 
was really great and I really loved it. And then I loved how it cut back to a little bit later, the news report of that. Mm. And of them yeah. being, a weather satellite, it's malfunctioned. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> hey, we know that was a nuclear satellite and they heated it. <laughs> I love that when you can like feel like, ooh, I'm in on the conspiracy. <laughs> it's good. And the TV is used at certain points kind of mm -hmm. to, yeah. to show, because uh, obviously it describes his father as mm -hmm. his kidnapper. Mm. Um, and I think without the TV, the film could be really insular. Yes. And it's a great way of showing us the outside yeah. by showing how it's reported on the television. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So there's a moment where you kind of think everything's okay mm -hmm. because Alton, um, he's seen the sunrise and uh, yes. he's seen this other world. Yeah. He says there is another world on top of this world and that's where I belong. Yeah, and he's come to terms with it and he's telling the people that he loves and the people that have been protecting him that he has to go back. And what's really key with that moment is they don't ask too many questions. No. They just trust him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they really do, actually. They trust him and they accept that the best thing they can do for him is to let him go. Yeah. And they know that they will never fully understand it. Mm -hmm. But they don't need to. They yeah. just need to let him go, which is a really uh, powerful kind of lesson on parenthood mm -hmm. and friendship and kind of letting people become what they need to become. Mm -hmm. Um and trying to stop, so like the government want him because they want to examine him. Yeah, and they're scared, they're very yeah. scared, the government, aren't they, that he's gonna do something to damage their infrastructure or Exactly. The Which is kind of like a kind of paranoid, mm. you know, like a selfishness of the world that mm -hmm. we always think that it's gonna be, it's about us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this isn't about, that Alton is completely removed from us, mm -hmm. he just wants to go. Yeah. On his journey. Yeah. Which is really clever. Mm. Uh, so they, you kind of think it's okay, and then they come out of the hotel room, and there's a jump. big jump scare. Ah, and the baddies have come. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Alton is taken away. It was never quite clear to me who they were working for, those two guys. Because you see them show up, kind of, it's a bit of a the chase. the government. You the government? The FBI. Did you think that? Yeah. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was the church. Just because they, you see them show up yeah. at different points, kind of everywhere they've just been already. They yeah. keep missing them, and therefore they don't feel like that big of a threat, and which is quite great because you kind of forget they are a threat. And then finally they show up where they are, and bah, 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 surprise, <laughs> like from from around the corner, and change everything. Yeah, but I thought that they were from the church because they obviously then take the boy, and there's a and when they when. Roy and Sarah and the mum and Lucas go after them to try and get the boy yeah. back. The cars sort of open, there's blood everywhere, and it's yeah. been held over by police, and there's like a... Oh, so do you think the police that you're right? Yeah. You're absolutely do you right. Think? I yeah. thought the police were checking all the cars, because they're still looking for the they boy, right. and they checked that car and found him. You're completely right. You reckon? Yeah. I might not be. 100%. Oh, but I don't think... Maybe not, though. No, because why... Uh, because the police would be in, like, SAS. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not. No. Is, is that the right word? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they'll like, be in like uniform. The uniform. Yeah, and have badges. All the other police we've seen have had all that FBI yeah, kind FBI. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. So it is the church, and then the yeah, they're found. So that's. Um, that but wrong. it's not that clear, and I think that's a great thing about this film is it doesn't ever try and be really specific and really clear no. about 
the ins and outs of all the different details. Like, you never really are told why he's got superpowers, when the superpowers really came about. It's not really about that. That's not really important no. to them. And you don't see his, like, childhood... Um, no. Sorry, I mean, you don't see his um, him being born. No. Or, um, or his life with that church yeah, or anything or, like that. Exactly. You don't see him kind of growing up or his realisation that he has. In yeah. You see his realisation of what he has to do. Yeah. But you don't see him kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming to terms, terms with it himself. With... He's definitely totally accepted it yeah. by the point we see him. He's cool with it. He is very cool with it. And then in the same vein, you don't see, like, when he does finally make it back to where he should be, this yeah, other world. Yeah, which is the end of the which film. Which is the end of the film. You, you don't see people he's going to his reaction it's not about them it's not about that world really you see that world but only glimpses of it you don't yeah. see in depth it's not about where he's going it's about that journey to where he needs to get to absolutely um so what like actually i i wanted to just mention before we before we talk mm-hmm. about the end uh one of my favorite scenes is is when he's been taken um by the the police the the government you know that mm-hmm. group um and they put him in a white room, yeah. room, and he's sitting there with his goggles, and there's a screen between him and everyone, mm-hmm. all these government officials and police and child support workers, and mm-hmm. and he's um, just sitting there, and he looks so small, mm. and there's all these people looking at him, and if it was just a child, like a human child, their voice would be so small, and they wouldn't know what to say. Yeah. And what's so wonderful about this is he calls the shots. He really does. And he says who he wants to talk to. And he can manipulate the technology. Yeah, that's the first time you really see, or maybe the only time you really see, the extent of his capabilities. Yeah. And I wonder because he's able to change the camera so it makes it look like he's still sat when he's not. That's great. That's really cool. And you kind of experience that as... um, Paul slash Adam Driver experiences yeah. that, which is really fun. And then, you know, you see him manipulate the door so that he can uh, get Adam Driver to come in. Mm-hmm. And it's really cool. And it made me think, why isn't he doing that when he's with his parents and stuff like that? Yeah. Why is he only doing it at that point? And I wondered if it's because he's sort of playing the part of a child for his parents a bit more. Oh, wow, okay. Rather than... Yeah. Rather than being capable, he becomes more capable with his parents a bit later on, but maybe he realises that his parents feel the need to, feel, feel the need to protect him and mm. to be the grown-ups, and that he lets them have that, maybe? Yeah. That's a really lovely reading of mm. it, and I think that makes a lot of sense, because that probably needs to happen for him to eventually get to where he is. Yeah. And he probably knows that. Yeah, I think he's very wise. Wise very, head on those shoulders. <laughs> um, but the scene with Adam Diver kind of being called as the mm-hmm. one that he wants to talk to and feeling kind of really... Ad, um, Adam Diver sort of just like, oh, why me type mm. thing. And then he helps him. I just thought the performance was incredible. Mm. I, I really, really enjoyed his performance and I only wish he was in it more. Yes, I agree. I think we could have seen more of him. Yeah. Like when he, um, that's probably one of the funniest parts of the film, I thought, when he delivers um, Alton back to his parents and Lucas and he's like, can I come with you? And they're like, yeah. no, obviously not. I was really gutted. Yeah, I was gutted. I was ready to get Adam on board. I was like, there's a spare seat. Yeah, I was like, get Adam in here. 
Um, but then he asks for um, the handcuffs, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he goes, I suppose punching me in the face is too much to ask. <laughs> and that was one of the funniest parts of the film. It's good. I wish there were more funny moments. Yeah, I think that would have been I nice. I think it maybe took itself a bit too seriously. Mm. Yeah, I agree, actually. I think there could have been more humour in it. Just touches like yeah. like that a bit more throughout the story. But I guess it didn't want to look too goofy. No. Yeah. Just think, um, tread the line carefully. Yeah, it is hard. Um, so the end, he, 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 he does go home. He goes to this sort of world, uh, mm-hmm. as he said, that is on top of this world that we don't see. Mm-hmm. Um, Some stunning visual effects at that point. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, like a big zoom out over yeah. America. You can see it all changing. Um, and then, yeah, all this infrastructure kind of appearing. I did find it difficult that you didn't really know what he was going to yeah we didn't really know what he was about yeah and I know it's about it was more about the humans and not about him in mm-hmm. the end but I kind of wanted it to you be wanted about to know mm. you wanted to know the secrets yeah yeah I can sucker see... for a secret <laughs> sucker <laughs> I can see why you would want to know but I was actually quite happy not to at yeah. that point I didn't I didn't feel, feel like I needed it really yeah at that point but I could see why you, I could see why you might feel like you needed to know that I more wanted to know just, like, why it had to be that specific place in that mm. specific time. Yeah. And maybe that felt a little bit too devicey for me. Uh-huh. That they had to get to a certain yes. place at a certain time. Because it was never explained why, what the yeah. significance of that was. Yeah. Um, so maybe more of a reason for knowing that would have helped me. However, you wouldn't have necessarily... It's really hard to do that because then the minute you start trying to explain it, do you get... Um, long pieces of dialogue mm. like you're doing Interstellar yeah. that's trying to explain the physics behind it but doesn't really serve the script. Agreed, yeah, agreed. I'm just too picky, aren't I? No, <laughs> I know what you mean, but I was just thinking, well, what would actually that mean for the film? Yeah. That would probably mean pieces of, like, speech that are meant to be box tickets mm-hmm. so that people can't say, well, they never tell you why. Yeah. Like, I'd rather not know than have Lucas in the back go... Who hey, apparently like yeah narrating <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 no I see exactly what you mean there so I think this film did well to dodge that yeah uh, because I did find that a bit difficult in Interstellar mm-hmm. which is similar kind of similar kind of genre yeah um we we're, we're just about done yeah um, so uh, final thoughts on the film um yeah I mean it's not it's not going to be my favorite film that I've ever seen um but uh it's got some really great performances mm. in there. And actually, as a story, it's a very good story about parenthood, um, told in a really unique way. Yeah, definitely. I think the concept is really, really unique, and the story is very emotional. I think if you are a parent or, you know, a child <laughs> of your parents, and that kind of familial bond that they have there is beautifully explored and mm. really well told in a unique way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you like us on SoundCloud? And you're very welcome to comment both on that and on iTunes. Give us a review uh, if you liked this. If you didn't, just keep it to yourself. Okay. <laughs> also, send us any questions you've got on Twitter. Yeah. Um, um, I think it's hashtag Curzon Film Podcast. Or I'm sure we'll find you without the hashtag if you tag in Curzon Cinemas. It'd be great to hear from you all. Yeah. Um, until next time, folks. Goodbye from Helen. And goodbye from Jenna. Bye. Bye.